connecting to the AOC Podcast Network. Enjoy your stay. What is AOC? What is community media? Maybe these are small questions, but they have big answers. So big, in fact, that we had to make a whole podcast about just that. The short answer is in our mission statement. Building an informed and engaged community through media, technology, and education. In this week's podcast edition of Community Quotes, we speak with AOC member Devin James about his experience in the Youth Challenge program, his regrets in life, and his plans for the future. Okay, very good. Okay, thank you so much for joining us for Community Quotes today. If I can, have you say and spell your first and last name for us. My name is Devin James, that's D-E-V-I-N-J-M-E-S. Okay, Devin, thank you so much again for being here. Uh, Tell me a little bit about where you grew up. Okay, I grew up on the the north side of Lafayette, and that's uh, on Priscilla Circle, that's by Alice Boucher, the elementary, a little small neighborhood, Mm -hmm. quiet neighborhood, and, do you have any siblings? Yes, ma'am. I have two sisters, and as it, I'm the only boy. I'm the baby boy. <laughs> You're so, the baby yes, boy. Ma'am. Were you spoiled a little bit? A little bit. I was always the mama's boy. You know how that is. Yeah. The dad, the girls is the daddy's girls, and the boys is the mama. You know the mama's <laughs> boys. That's how it is. Yeah. Uh, so you said you went to. Uh, you lived in the north side of town. Um, yes, ma'am. Where did you go to school? I went to school at Alice Boucher Elementary. I went to uh, Acadian Middle. Mm-hmm. And I went to Northside High okay, School. Okay. What was that experience like? Fun. I wish mm-hmm. I can go back to it. Once you graduate, it's just it's like your friends go their own ways, and that's just how everything be. All right. Did you have any favorite teachers while you were there? Mm-hmm. I, I did. My my art teacher. Mm-hmm. That was my favorite teacher because we could always we always had the same idea. Every time we we had something like a project to work on, we always had to give our own details and ideas. And every time I gave her my idea, she loved it. As into sketch, like to have somebody like stand up by a wall mm-hmm. and turn sound waves and to draw the outlines of their, you know, like the 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 size of their head, like the the forms and everything. We always did everything good. Nice, nice. Yes, well, and I know you're a very artistic person, and I yes, see that you ma'am. have some tattoos on your arms. You yes, want to tell ma'am. us a little bit about each of those okay. and what's the inspiration behind okay, them? Okay, Lord, I'm, I'm going to start off with my very first tattoo, and that's okay. on my right arm. That's a music symbol. Okay. Music symbol. The reason why I started with music was because I had an uncle that's deceased, mm-hmm. and that was his dream was to always do music. He was under a label, Double L Records. His name was D. Flat, and when he passed away, you know, we all just, I was so young, and, you know, his kids and my cousins, we all wanted to do music. So I got into it, I learned the flow, so I said my first tattoo is going to be a music symbol. Mm-hmm. Second one, I have a microphone right here. The reason why I have a microphone is because I don't also just rap music. I, I perform it too, like I, I, I engineer it. I, 
I, I mix and master, like, you know, I, I, I make the music. That's something I like to do. So I have a microphone right here that also symbolizes that I'm good with microphones. I have this bird right here with a music symbol right here. That's, that's clean. The reason why I have that one is because I, I want my music to travel. When I make music, I want it to, like, the birds to fly and spread my, you know, my music symbols all over the world. <laughs> that's why I have my, uh, my bird symbol right here, if y'all can see it. Okay. Yes, ma'am, and that's the only one I have right now with music, and I have my prayer symbols. You know, everybody needs their prayer. Prayer is good for everybody. Are you a very religious person? I grew up in it. I, 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 I grew up in it. I should, I should be more into it like I'm supposed to be, but I, really, I am. I just, mm -hmm. you know, life, things happen in life, you know, situations. I, I pray a lot. But yes, ma'am. Um, and going back to uh, music and, and your love of music, um, what do you do? You, are you a songwriter? Do you like to play music? Do you like to <sighs> do sing? Do it all. You do like, it all. Like I said, my uh, my brand is Shabbat do what dreams come true. Okay. As in, like, it don't matter what you want to do. You want to record a song, we can record a song. You want to do a video, we could do a video. You know what I'm saying? I do it all. I've been doing that. Okay. So it's like, I do it all. And on the other side, too, I do music, too. Like, I got songs, too. Like, mm -hmm. so that's how I can relate to other artists when they're in the studio, when they have problems, like, trying to do they verse or anything, you know, I help them out because I can relate to them because I was on both sides of, the, of the, the scene. Okay. Well, I know that you recently joined AOC, so thank you for yes, your membership here. What are you looking to get out of being a member at AOC? What I'm looking at is to improve my skills because just being over here and having to get access to all the equipment and, you know, like, it, it, it betters myself, like, it betters my name, you know, it makes me look more professional, using the professional uh, programs, you know, the, the Mac, you know, everything that's good program to use for anybody that's, you know, that, that want to start their own production or own anything. Mm -hmm. So, like, I heard about it through a friend. I ain't, I ain't never knew this was the AOC was right here. I ain't know anything about it. So I actually got a tour one time and I seen it. When I seen it all, I just fell in love with it. Like it just, like it, it symbolizes me. Like me is the AOC, that is me. Gotcha. Whenever you were a child, were you influenced by music or you know, musicians? You said you had a relative that yes, was into I, music. Just, Tell me about that. It just like, I, I never did have a favorite music. Like, you know, I listen to everything, like any genre, like any type of music they have, I listen to it, whether it's rock, hip-hop, R&B, uh, reggae, um, pop, anything. I, I just like it. That's, it's just something that I just love, like the sounds. Like, I hear music differently. Mm -hmm. Like, I hear it actually. When I listen to a song, I listen to the words, the flow of the beat, you know, like everything. So it's like when I hear music, it just touches me. It's like... I see music more than anybody. I don't know more than anybody, but it's like it's something a gift God gave me mm -hmm. just to see music. Gotcha. Who are some of your favorite artists? Uh, my favorite artists is Lord. Ooh, that's um. That's a tough oh, one. It's hard to narrow it down, but your top five. My my top five. Okay, my top five is a, is a young artist. His name is uh, NBA Youngboy. That's that's one of my favorite artists right now because I watch him start off from small to where he is industry now mm -hmm. and I watch his his stories and I watch you know like everybody everybody when he rap it's a certain type of people that rap they got people that just rap about anything or they got people that tell stories mm -hmm. and, and NBA young boy he's more like of a, a story type of rapper like you know when you gotta actually sit down and listen to what he says and he got great flow to it too so it's like you can 
listen to it and you mm -hmm. can flow at the same time he's telling the story and it's some deep stories too hmm. so that's, that's one reason why i like him because he's not like an average type of okay artist like it's he different. tells yes ma'am okay and uh another one um oh lord that's 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 about <laughs> the only one i can say i've been listening okay. to right now that's not a problem describe for me a typical day in your life when you wake up in the morning what happens <laughs> typical day in my life family <laughs> man i wake up to my kids and my girl and just get dressed go to work and it just like, that's, that's a typical day for me i get dressed go to work my my friends call me. They let me know what's the what's the plan. What's, what to, what we could do today? Let's make a movie today. Let's make a song today. Like it, it, it all depends on how we all feeling sure. that day. That's a typical day. But going to work, come home, being with my kids and my my family. That's that's, that's my life. Okay. Yes, ma'am. Where do you work? I work to Windows on Ambassador, and my second job is my my label. Well, people, uh, mm -hmm. people call me at Shabadu. That's my second job. I call it a job because people want to get with me, so that's my job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was the very first job that you've had, and what did that teach you? Very first job I had, I was 16. I was working to McDonald's. Okay. And working to McDonald's taught me that, that it really is like you got to work for everything that you want. Like, you know, it mm -hmm. ain't really like, you know, if, if you're going to work, when you make your own money, you look at things differently. Like, you know, it's like instead of people actually buying something from you, actually when you buy something that you work hard for, it makes you look at things differently. Like, at first, I used to, before I had a job, I used to always want to go somewhere, you know, spend unnecessary mm -hmm. money on going places that really didn't even matter. But then when I started working, I started putting my money that I knew that as my money, I started putting it into stuff that I knew mm -hmm. that I really needed, like stuff like, and I, it just started working that's good that's that's a good lesson to learn um what is the best piece of advice you've ever been given in your life the best piece of advice and the reason why i say this and some people might not look at it but it might be advice that somebody gave me that i can give to everyone else if you're young don't rush to grow up that's the best advice somebody gave me don't don't rush to grow up because finish school you know you got you have a, a a life ahead of you. You know, don't throw your life away for like somebody that like I say, love life. Don't throw your life away for somebody like you know. That's you still got your life ahead of you. Don't mm -hmm. don't rush to grow up. You know, because everything will fall in place. You gonna meet people doing things that you like to do, and that and they, they can help you. You know, do whatever you want to do. That's that's the best advice I got. Don't rush to grow up. Okay. And when I grew up, I seen I seen exactly what they told me mm -hmm. in so many ways. Gotcha. Well, we live in Cajun country, and, mm -hmm. and a common slogan is laissez le bon temps rouler, which means let the good times roll. Right. How do you like to let the good times roll? <sighs> Letting the good times roll, that's just, I just stay to myself and let everybody, like, you know, make sure everybody happy and just, because that's the type of person I am. Like, me, I don't know why, but I know a couple of people that's like that. As long as I know that Everybody is happy, I'm happy and I'm good. That's what that's by letting the good times roll. Like when I see my family, my kids playing happy and everything, and my wife they all good, making sure they have a a, a, a nice roof over their head, a nice meal to eat or whatever. They my children got their toys to to play with. That's that's like letting the good times roll. Me just making sure my family happy. That's that's good times to me. Good. 
And speaking of good times, we also have good food. If mm. you could eat the same thing every day for a month, what would you eat? Red bean and rice. <laughs> red beans and rice. If y'all know me, if y'all know me good, y'all know red beans and rice is my favorite food. I eat it 24-7 all day. <laughs> all day, 24-7, morning to night. That's just yeah. red beans and rice with sausages. That's, that's me. <laughs> awesome. If you could change one thing about yourself, what would you change? Uh, what would I change? Uh, my way of thinking. Why? Cause uh, an old school told me once change your way of thinking, and I did. You know, because I, I it's all about what you do or, or and how you do it. So you change your way of thinking. Anything can happen. You know, it's all about how you do it. You have to change your way of thinking. So uh, that's. Oh, yeah, basically. Okay. Um, a question that um, I'm curious to know the answer to. Do you have anything, I know that you're very young, but is there anything that you regret? Uh, yes. Okay. I do regret. Uh, and I'm mostly all kids my age probably could relate, but if anybody watching, one thing I regretted was Back in the day when I used to be at school, like I used to always want to be like a, a the, the the class clown or whatever. I always want to get a laugh out somebody. You know, I didn't really want to pay attention. And now that I look at it, like you know, I regret doing that. You know, because mm -hmm. there's some things that I I do remember paying attention in school that I still remember to this day. You know, so me like you know being a class clown in class, you know, didn't want to listen or whatever. You know that that. Were, it basically hurting me in the future, cause some things that I should have been I should have been taught I didn't listen, and for some reason I don't know I was my, I, my mom said I was the smartest child like I, I I just passed every grade for some reason like mm -hmm. I was I was take a test and I fly I'm like passing colors for real, but there's some things still that I I I wish I could have you know regret doing in school, cause I knew it would have made me a better person I am today mm -hmm. for me and my family, and that's well, one that thing I regret. I'm sure your fellow students and the teacher as well, right? Right. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. And that's one thing I regret. And yeah. like, so you grow up and you, you get out of that, you know. Mm -hmm. That's one thing I do regret. Well, um, I'm glad that you acknowledge that. Yes, ma'am. What's been the favorite, uh, our favorite vacation of yours? Do you like to travel? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Uh, when I was young, when my mom and my dad was together, we took a vacation to uh, Disney World. Mm -hmm. And as a kid, that was like, oh, that was the best thing you could ever be as a child, to go to Disney World, seeing all the characters, Mickey Mouse, Shrek, everything, like, you know, pop up to you as a, as a child. It's like, it, it brings your imagination farther than what it is. That's, that's, that's a good... Yeah, that's a great place to be. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> if you could spend one day in somebody else's shoes, who would it be and why? If I could spend a day in somebody else's shoes, uh, it'll be my mother. Okay, why? Because she, like I said, I always did look that up to my mother, and you know, and I, and she been through way more than what I've been through, and just to be in her shoes to get a day in her life, will make me appreciate that. You know, I, I got it probably way better than like, you know, what she had to do. Like, you know, she's paying the bills by herself, mm -hmm. you know, raising her uh, kids and nephews and everybody else, you know, by herself, only help, you know. So if I was to spend a day in, in her shoes, if I can last a day in her shoes, <laughs> then I know I can last a day in my, in my household. So. Yeah. 
What does she think about your career or your, your music aspirations? Oh, she she loves it. I tell, her every, I tell her every day, like, I just told her today about my interview. She was so happy about it. She okay. wanted she wanted to see it as soon as we, we were <laughs> done with it. So, like, she she very, like, uh, what's the word for it? Um, supportive? Yeah, supportive, yeah. man. She's very supportive with it. Like, she ain't never let me down. Even when I first started uh, the music, mm -hmm. like, I wasn't always the best because I was the youngest, you know, like yeah. I was young. I was like 11 starting and I, I never had a microphone to record nothing. Like I started off from the bottom and people used to call my music like bad or whatever. But no matter what people used to tell me, she always tell me, you know, I'm going to help you get what you need to get. That's why she gave me my first computer, you know, she was just supportive. Mm -hmm. So if it wasn't for my mom, you know, my, my career wouldn't have been what it is now. Gotcha. I wouldn't have knew what I knew now. Gotcha. Uh, speaking of people that you look up to, I see that you're wearing a Chicago Bulls uh, yes, shirt. Uh, do you have any uh, sports heroes or athletes that you look sports up to? Sports hero, my hero. You see, besides us, uh, sports. I mean, I like basketball and football, but my main my main sport is boxing. I love boxing. Floyd Mayweather, Money Mayweather. <laughs> it was like when I seen this fight, I was young too. When I seen his fight, he was like my superhero. Nobody could have beat him. Like <laughs> that was just my. My superhero, and to this day, he's still like still undefeatable. So he's still my hero in my in my eyes. Yeah, that's somebody I look up to. Have you ever been to a boxing match before? No, ma'am. Unfortunately, no, ma'am. Yeah, I don't think the uh, I don't think any boxing matches is keen. Not professionally, right. but uh, local boxing matches, yes, ma'am. Yeah, that's good. That's yes, it's a good good sport to keep up with. Um, do you get involved with any type of charity work or nonprofits in the community? Uh, Help out with any projects? Uh, a couple of years back, I, I volunteered to help at the St. John's, the, uh, where they go at, where the people go at to go get their food, like free food for the homeless or whatever. I volunteered to help mm -hmm. uh, serve the, the homeless food or whatever. I did that for like about, um, about two months, I could say. Yeah. And that was ever since that. That was like the last time I did that before my my career actually started. Yeah. So what was what that was like doing. for you? What was that experience like? Uh, like I said, I, I hate to see people hungry. Mm -hmm. That's something I don't like. I don't like to see nobody hungry. So for me to help feed somebody, like just seeing them get foods, and then just by them telling me thank you, they, like you know that that meant a lot to me. Cause I don't like to see nobody hungry. Mm -hmm. I don't like to see nobody down. Period. You know. So if I can help somebody, especially a stranger, if I can help somebody and see them smile, then they'll make my day just right there. Like I said, I, as long as I can make sure everybody else straight, I, I care less if I'm good. That's just me, you know? So learn, just seeing a smile out of that, that's what made me like, want to like, keep doing it. Mm -hmm. You mentioned that you have uh, children. Yes, ma'am. How, how many do you have? And I have two and one on the way. Oh, congratulations. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Uh, you have two. Is it a boy and a girl? I have a boy and a girl. I have a three-year-old. His name is Justin. I have a, a, a one-year-old. Her name is Javier. Okay. And uh, I have one on the way. He's due in December, <laughs> so he's coming soon or yeah. whatever. And I'm making him a junior. He's going to be named after nice. me. Nice. Very good. What has fatherhood taught you? A lot. It made me a, a different person. Like, mm -hmm. you know, it made me, like, it's, like I told y'all earlier, it made me, when I was 16, I was working for, like, gardens and stuff, like, you know, like, clothes and mm -hmm. stuff. Now I had kids, it's like, I started working, like, to put my family in the house, right, go on right. vacation, you know, like, you know, like, my, like I said, my mom, the way of thinking, it just changed, like, because I got kids now, and, like, some people don't really notice it, but when you're actually in that situation, like, you know, you're going to look at things different. 
You want to look at a lot of things different. Like, you know, your child, you want to give them clothes, mm -hmm. diapers, food, even to be young, baby bottles, like, you know, they're going to need milk. It's a lot. Yeah, so, yeah, it is a it's lot. It's fatherhood, <laughs> Lord, and as, as a father, we all, as I'm speaking for all fathers, y'all know how that is, you know, yeah. having to be the man of the house, like, you know, like, even for some reason, my kids, they listen to me more than they do their mother, but everybody says, because of my voice, you know, my voice, yeah. my voice gets them, but I, I'm glad I got that, I could control them with my voice, I could say, you know, stop one time, and they stop, nice. and that's good, that's like, good. you know. I hope that continues as they get older. Well, I hope so, too. <laughs> <laughs> what is something that you want them to know about life? Uh, one thing I want, to, want them to know about life, uh, that, uh, and I, that's a good question, too, that nobody, well, everything is a privilege. Mm -hmm. That's how I'm, I'm going to tell you. Everything is a privilege. Don't nobody owe you nothing, you know? It's a privilege to to. to do everything that you want to do. It's a privilege. It's a privilege to be living with me, you know what I'm saying, to have anything. like that's, And that's why I'm saying it's a privilege as in don't do nothing to get your privileges taken away from you. Mm -hmm. You know, like we live by laws, you know, like in order for you to follow laws, you got to follow rules, as in rules in the house, you know what I'm saying? Because if you can't, if I can't control you in my house, then how society is going to control you, you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? So the life is, the, like the lesson about that is Everything is a privilege. Don't lose your privilege. Be civilized, you know? That's something I want to, uh, to let them know about life because, like, and not every, people not going to always give you everything. So I want to teach them how to be independent and motivate themselves. Like they say, they come from two hardworking parents. I work long as I since 16. I'm 19 now. You know what I'm saying? I've been working all my life since. Never stopped. Since I was old, I wanted to work since I was 15, wasn't old enough. Once to get a permit and everything, I've been working. I just, it's just me. And I, I'm still working. That's me. So tell me about your significant other. You guys are married? Oh, uh, we getting there. Yeah, we getting get, there. Like yeah. I said, I'm still young. Like, wow, I might as well, I'm going married. Yeah. That's how yeah. I look at him. That's the later, I'm, that's, I got my family. You know, we still together after three years. What attracted you to her? We went to school, like, and the, the story about that was, like, <laughs> we went to school with each other. We ain't never really talked to each other. She liked me, but I ain't never really noticed noticed her or whatever. So some, some day I seen her, I noticed that we end up talking or whatever, and then we just end up kicking. Like, we ain't never really even asked each other out. Like, that's how crazy we just, <laughs> just started. I, I, I just ended up going to see her every day, and that ended up to us being together. And like she started telling me, like, "Oh, you better not go meet nobody else." And that, when I, when I knew that, that mean, well, I'm stamped. That's that's bay right there. Stamped. Yeah, I'm stamped. That's that's bay. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. So that's and ever since that, we just stayed we stayed together. Yeah. Through thick and thin, stayed together, and just me and her been through a lot. Yeah. In three years, just me and her, cause her parents is deceased. So oh, both of them, sorry. mom and dad. So it's mm -hmm. like, I'm all she got. Yeah. So like, not, our family is our family. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, congratulations again on the baby. I hope yes, everything goes well with that. Do you have any fears or phobias? Everyone has fears, whether they see it or not. And my fears, willing how Lafayette is, how Lafayette is going on. Like I said, my fears for anyone to try to hate, hate on my success and try to take me away from my kids my family. Because in Lafayette, 
in in the the, the music industry in Latin Louisiana period the music industry is so crazy it's so crazy and you can make a good song you ain't gotta you ain't gotta tell nobody nothing you can stay to yourself go to your studio you can make a good song but somebody know you or or let's say you blow or somebody recognizes you before another artist is mm-hmm. instead of you try to build with that person and try to you know work with that man or they'll hate on you because you know they feel like they're better than you that's just how people is mm-hmm. in Lafayette when in the music industry so they'll either try to make a song drop a diss song on you to like you know do anything to try to like you know get the shine you know anything for attention like attention people want attention or whatever mm-hmm. and my fear is like you said like nobody hating on my success you know, like, I don't, I don't want nobody to try to, you know, come take what I got going away from me. Cause like I say, I'm doing all this for my kids and for myself, too, because I, I, I know I've been doing this since before I had children. So now I'm looking at it and I'm trying to, like, you know, do this, like, be recognized so I can get plugged in with some of the, some people that can really help me push my career like how I'm really supposed to be pushing it. Mm-hmm. And that's my fear. Well, let's turn that around. and. Let me ask you, what achievement are you most proud of in your life? Uh, just being successful, like being a father, that's, that's, that's the best thing. Like I said, I, I always mention my kids because that's my life, that's my world. Just being a father, that, that's the best achievement because like I said, just having them made me look at things differently. Like, you know, and it made me a better person because I don't know what I would have been doing or what I would have been without them. Mm-hmm. So that's my achievements and just like, Finishing school too, cause I went. I went to uh the U Challenge program. I don't know if people know about that. That's YCP is a nice program. I don't care what nobody, nobody could say. Mm-hmm. People could say it's a uh, it's a bad place or it's for the bad. No, it's a volunteer place. You volunteer to go. Whenever you're ready to leave, just leave. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? It's nobody is forced to go over there. It's it's volunteer, cause like some people want to go to the army. And they want to know what it's like to live that armor lifestyle, you know, mm-hmm. what it's like to live in a, a barracks with with the people, you know, how to march everywhere you go, how to like, you know, live differently. Like, you know, it's, it's just like a volunteer place. You can also receive a GED mm-hmm. where you can get your driver's license or it's age of 16 to 18. I went there. At first, I didn't want to go because of the stories I heard. But when I went there, you enjoyed it. Loved it. You like that structure. If I can go back, I would. Really? I would. So you recommend it for everybody. Those teens kind of going through some challenges I, right now. I recommend now. it for everybody. The only thing that they don't they wouldn't want to do is leaving your family. But mm-hmm. while you leaving your family, you're not leaving your family on a bad note. You're coming home with something. Like you did it. Cause I went to Camp Maiden and on paper in the United States that the hardest camp in the United States. Wow. On paper. Yeah. Camp Maiden in what uh Boja City in Shreveport. Mm-hmm. Up there, and I went there, and I graduated. Mm-hmm. And I mean, if y'all if y'all didn't go to the one I went to, and I'm pretty sure y'all can handle, every, you know. <laughs> and it really was, it was crazy over there. Too. What was some of the? Tell me about a typical day in the life there. You wake oh, up. Oh, and YCP. Yeah. Ooh, Lord. <laughs> five tell o'clock me about in the, the morning. routine. Okay. Okay, five o'clock in the morning. You wake up every morning at five o'clock in the morning. Okay. So I just come in there screaming, red line. Red line mean whether you're sleeping or not, they just open they open the lights and everything like they just red line. You gotta hop up out your bed, put your foot to the red line. You have to st- uh, have it in a 45 degree angle. Have your, your foot together, a 45 degree angle. Have your, your arms like this at the at the the side of your pants right here. You have to stand straight and you have to see a red line, sergeant. 
uh, 001, 002, 003, Redline Sergeant, and everybody has to be there on that line, like in the front of their bunk saying Redline. If somebody's not there on that bunk on time, that's five zero squads, as in five zero, because that's how they say it in the military words. Five zero is equal 50. 50 squats. You got to up, down squats. Like I said, it teaches you discipline. Like, and other than that, like I said, this is what they'll do. They'll break you down and rebuild you back up. Mm -hmm. I promise you. Mm -hmm. I promise you. And that was one achievement I ever did, too, going to YCP. Because that made me look at a lot of things. Like I said, it made me be grateful for what, everything I could have do. Like, you know, my freedom made me be grateful for what, what I had and, what, like, you know, what, what could be taken away from it, too. If It's all about your actions, you know. Mm -hmm. it, made me, it made me realize a lot. I, I recommend it for everybody. Mm -hmm. Everybody. That's good. Now, I know that you were very close to your mother, so was it hard to leave her to go to that program for a while? Uh, at the time, I was, I was living with my grandma. Okay. Because um, I left my mom's house when I was like 14. Okay. Because uh, she had a husband. Me and her husband really didn't get along like that okay. or whatever. So I went and moved to my grandma or whatever. When I moved to my grandma, I, uh, I started hanging out with my cousin, a bad influence or whatever. And I was doing good too. Like I said, I was going to school mm -hmm. and everything. I just hanged out with my cousin, bad influence. I got caught up, didn't, didn't even do nothing. I was just around, mm -hmm. you know, and I just, I just got caught up and I had to, uh, take a charge or whatever I had to do, and that's what ended up sending me to YCP. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I ended up went going over there, and then like I said, it was the best thing I ever did was go over there mm -hmm. to YCP, so yeah, that was uh basically, so like me and my mother, we had a good relationship like growing up, but like yeah. when I turned 14, that's when life really hit me, like that's mm -hmm. when like I started doing for myself more. That's what right. me like. That's what really made me want to get a job when I was 15. Cause you know I, I ain't really have the help like I had. Like you know it was me and my grandma I had to help my grandma. Like you know it was all on me. I had to live mm -hmm. early. Mm -hmm. So like for my age, like I'm, like I say, my head is like I'm focused on way yeah. more. Like you know people want to go to the club, want to go party and all that. I'm home with my family. Like I don't, I don't see interest in that. That's just me. And I'm 19 years old. Yeah, you know, you're still very young. I'm still young, but like I'm still young to do so many things. That's mm -hmm. how I look at it. Like I got, I still got my life ahead of me to mm -hmm. throw it away. Cause people my age that I grew up, that I went to school with, <sighs> dying or in jail. I promise you, mm -hmm. they just had somebody got killed on Lafayette Street. You know, I knew the dude since I was in elementary, elementary, or whatever. So it's like how the, the life, the, the the path that I was going. That's why I would have ended up dead or in jail. So yeah, really, really dead or in jail. Why? By hanging out with people that I thought that was my friends. Keep in mind, I told you I was the only boy. Mm -hmm. I had two sisters that was older, you know, so mm -hmm. they, I was the little brother. After they stopped playing with toys, I was still playing with toys. So, you know, they just grew up on. So my my friends was was like my brothers to me, you know. Yeah. I, my brothers, so see, but they wasn't really my brothers, mm -hmm. you know. I was young and dumb. Like I said, I can tell you that now because I learned from that. Like, you know, I really did. Like, yeah. So, yeah. Where do you see yourself in 10 years from now? 10 years, I want to be, like I said, I want to be in a house with my family, my children, just comfortable. Mm -hmm. Living the life that I, that I dreamed of. Not the best life, like, you know, not that the, the, the rich, rich, like, you know, industry life, but I just want my family to be comfortable. You know, that's mm -hmm. all. That's why I see myself in 10 years with my wife, the one I'm with today. 
you know, because I don't want nobody else. Because, like, I started with her, I'm in it with her. That's how I feel. That's awesome. So, uh, yeah, in two years, I just want to be, like, in my, like, a normal life, really. I don't want nothing extra. Like I said, I just want my children to finish school. And, yeah, that's why I see myself. Awesome. Well, I know I asked you a lot of questions. Is there any question that you wish I would have asked that I didn't? Um, a question that I wish you would have asked, like, what do I go as besides Devin James? Oh, okay. Like, you have a nickname? People, yeah, I go by, like I told you, my brand is Shabadu. My name is Do. I got a Teddy right here, too. I never showed y'all. I got my, my okay. name, Teddy Do. Reason why, and, and I'm going to spell it for y'all, too, as in D-U-E-E, two E's, or whatever. So it's Ladu, okay. L-U-H-H space D-U-E-E. That's me. Like, if you're, you're trying to search me, mm -hmm. anything you can search. Go on YouTube, Shabadu, S-H-O-T, Bide, and do you know Shabadu, and that's just me. If they're trying to... Look for me, like you know, you're not gonna find me under Devin James. You go find me under Do. And How did you get that name? <laughs> I was just about to tell you that too okay. because my grandma gave me that name as a baby because uh, she gave us all her name. She gave my uh, my sister name Key Butter because she always used to go in the refrigerator and eat butter. She gave me Do because every time you look, I'm always doing something, grabbing uh -huh. something. So she go there, go to the Do right there, Do. I ain't want to say the Do because they would have called me like you know, Pupu or whatever, no the Do. <laughs> So I, I just kept do, like they said, that's do. So I've I been having that name since a child or whatever. So it just came with me, like, you know, and I just like it because everybody call me do, you know, mm -hmm. and just just do. So that's 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 a question that I wish you would ask me too. All right. Any others? Um, Anything you want to <laughs> end on? <laughs> uh, I can end on this for everybody that's watching. Like I said, if y'all kids, and y'all live with your parents, respect is the must. Respect, you know, respect your parents to the fullest. You go to school, finish school, you know, ride through it. Because, like, your parents in school is, is two important things that you're going to need in your life as a child mm -hmm. growing up. And you're going to need your parents because if you keep respect with your parents, your parents will always fill your head up with knowledge and tips that, that's going to happen in the future. You know, something some that she didn't been through already. Because your parents not going to tell you nothing that they ain't never been through already. Mm -hmm. So, you know, no matter what you think you know, listen to your parents. Finish school, graduate. Because when you walk across that stage and everybody's screaming your name, that's a feeling that you, that you ain't going to never felt before while you was in school. Mm -hmm. that's, a, that's a feeling that you, that you want to feel. That, that's the reason why you should wake up every morning early and go to school. That feeling to hear your name be... On, in the stadium, you walking across stage. That's that's the best feeling you can ever have, especially for your parents too. Mm -hmm. So if, 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 that's my advice, y'all. Listen to your parents and y'all stay in school. That's the best advice I can give somebody. All right, dude. Well, that concludes our interview. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here today. You, you really too. appreciate it. It's a pleasure. Thank you. Yes. Podcast is produced by AOC Community Media. Contributors include Mary Bodwin, Ed Bowie, Lillian Dejon, Annette Diaz, Joe Boosie Ferguson, Joseph Clisannon, 
William McFarlane, Matt Roberts, Skip Shannon, Christy Tracy, Jasmine Tillery, Jacob White, and Shahid Williams. Music in today's episode, The Long Goodbye by John Pazdan. AOC Community Media is located at the Rosa Parks Transportation Center, 101 Jefferson Street, Suite 100, Lafayette, Louisiana, 70501. For more information, go to our website at aocinc.org, call 337-232-4434, or email info at aocinc.org. Until next time, stay informed and engaged. Thank you.